Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hey friends, I have some exciting news. In January 2024, we will be launching The Coffee House. This is a Coffee with Carrie premium membership. Members of The Coffee House will gain even more access to encouragement, worship, fellowship, and homeschooling content. Now, if you enjoy my podcast or you get a kick out of my social media posts, or you've been encouraged by one of my seminars or convention talks, then I think you will love The Coffee House. What's included in it, The Coffee House membership? Well, first, We will have monthly live Ask Me Anything sessions. If you and I have ever met for a coffee date, or if you and I have ever had a one-on-one conversation about homeschooling, then you will love this part of the coffee house. It's a monthly coffee date with me and other homeschooling moms. Now, if you subscribe to my email newsletter, then you already receive my monthly free morning time plans. Members of the Coffee House will have access to even more free homeschooling resources like recommended book lists and seasonal activities and devotions and art studies and so much more. Each month's resource is print ready. Now, for those of you who have joined me for some of my Coffee with Carrie online seminars, or you've heard me speak at conventions or conferences, then you know how much homeschooling advice I can jam into an hour. Members of the Coffee House will also have exclusive access to live online workshops throughout the year. These will be recorded and available to Coffee House members to watch throughout the month. And finally, those of you who have been asking for an audible version of my book, Just Breathe, we're making that happen for our Coffee House members. Each month, members will have exclusive access to the audible version, which also includes updated insights that are not included in the book, as well as action steps at the end of each chapter to help you put into action the ideas in each chapter. Now this January, I hope you can join us in the coffee house when it goes live. A yearly membership is only $150. That's only $12.50 a month. But we want all of you to join when the coffee house goes live. So the annual membership fee is only $99 if you join in the month of January. That's a third off. So go to coffeewithcarry.org for more information about the coffee house. And then make sure you subscribe to my email newsletter and follow me on Instagram at coffeewithcarryconsultant so you get updates with promo codes and information about joining us January 1st. I promise that your heart and coffee cup will always be full with help, hope, and inspiration while hanging out with me at the coffee house. Hi, y'all, and welcome back to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. This is going to be short and sweet because I know how crazy your Decembers are. All right. Yes, it is December, which means I'm in the holiday groove. As you decorate your house and get ready for Christmas, I wanted to remind you that the Christmas season really doesn't end until January 6th. 
I'm giving you reasons to keep the celebrations going, reasons to put off taking down those decorations, and reasons to start school a little later in January. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so why extend the Christmas season? You know the popular Christmas carol, The Twelve Days of Christmas, right? Y'all just don't sing it. Do it. After December 25th, keep celebrating 12 more days. Now, in many cultures, the big Christmas celebration actually isn't December 25th. It's January 6th, the Feast of Epiphany. Now, Epiphany, or King's Day, is when many cultures exchange their gifts and eat their big holiday family feast. Now, growing up, my mom would not take down one little Christmas decoration until we celebrated Little Christmas, or King's Day. Now, I'm from New Orleans, so King's Day is also the kickoff of the Mardi Gras season. So basically, I grew up celebrating from December 6th, St. Nicholas Day, all the way to Mardi Gras in late February, or early March. I know, what a life I had, right? Okay, do you celebrate Epiphany? If not, start this rich holiday tradition this year. Epiphany, also known as Three Kings Day, or Little Christmas, is celebrated on January 6th. It's the celebration of the wise men visiting baby Jesus. Epiphany is celebrated 12 days after Christmas on January 6th. Generally, people celebrate Jesus' birthday on December 25th, but many countries around the world exchange their gifts and prepare their feast on Epiphany instead. Now, in Mexico and Spain, they celebrate with, quote-unquote, a king's cake. In Austria, at Epiphany, some people write a special sign in chalk over their front door with the numbers of the new year and the initials of the three wise men. It's a reminder of the wise men that visited baby Jesus. In Belgium, children dress up as the three wise men and go from door to door singing songs, and people give them money or sweets. It's kind of like trick-or-treating on Halloween, but it's done on Epiphany. Now, in Western Europe and England, Epiphany Eve also known as the Twelfth Night, marks the end of the traditional Christmas celebrations, and it's the time when you're meant to take Christmas decorations down. Can someone say Shakespeare's Twelfth Night? Now, the day after Christmas, December 26, begins the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah, just like the Christmas Carol. This December, plan to extend your Christmas schooling during these Twelve Days leading up to the Feast of the Three Kings. Spend time learning more about the Magi and having a little extra fun from December 26th to January 6th. Okay, so first of all, who were the Magi? Church custom says there were three kings since there were three gifts recorded in Matthew 2. Now, if you recall, Daniel was surrounded by Magi during his time in captivity. Many scholars believe the seeds were planted in Babylon or in the east by Daniel. And his stories of his God and the, and the promised Messiah were what the Magi were searching for when that star appeared. The wise men or Magi were seeking a king promised long, long ago. When they saw the star or the natural phenomenon in the night sky, they believed this was of great prophetical importance. One man's faith planted hundreds of years before led Gentiles to seek a savior in a little town of Bethlehem. What a wonderful reminder that even if we are surrounded by unbelief on a daily basis, we never know what seeds we're planting 
when we share the gospel with our friends and family around us. Now, here are a few simple things that you can do to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas and the Feast of Epiphany. Now, the day after Christmas, read Matthew 2. Talk about the story. With younger kids, dress up, make paper crowns, and act out the story. It's super fun. Growing up, the three wise men pieces were never added to our nativity set until after Christmas time. During the month of December, my mom placed them on a windowsill close to the manger scene, but never in the manger scene. And then each day after Christmas, my brother and I would take turns moving the three pieces or the three wise men closer and closer to the nativity. Then on Epiphany, January 6th, we would place them in the manger before beginning our little Christmas celebration. Now, when I became a mom, I tweaked this tradition with my kids. After Christmas, I would hide the three wise men pieces somewhere in the house. And then each day, the kids would search until they found them. Whoever found the wise men first got to hide the three figures the next day. Now, on the next day, December 27th, read the picture book, The Story of the Three Wise Kings by Tommy DePolia. Sing and read the Christmas carol, Star of Wonder. Make a Star of Bethlehem ornament or a bookmark with craft sticks. Paint it gold or make it sparkle like a star with glitter. During the 12 days of Christmas, read aloud a different Epiphany picture book each day. Here are some of my favorites. The Legend of Old Bafana, an Italian Christmas story. The Tale of Babushka, a traditional Christmas story. Humphrey's First Christmas. Twas the Evening of Christmas. Twelve Days of Christmas, the Christmas Choir. The Gift of the Magi. The Christmas Horse and the Three Wise Men. The Little Drummer Boy and the Christmas Star. Then, on January 6th, begin reading aloud the classic chapter book, The Story of the Other Wise Man by Henry Van Dyke. Now, this chapter book, it's about a fourth wise man that got distracted on the journey. He falls behind the other magi and eventually loses track of the entourage who are following the star. The fourth wise man spends his entire life searching for the king so that he can give the Messiah his gift. He finally meets the king, but on the road to Calvary. This book is a great lead into the season of Lent and Easter. Then during Holy Week, watch the movie version, The Fourth Wise Man, with Martin Sheen. All right, so what about the gifts of Epiphany? Now, the Magi gave Jesus three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The three gifts have spiritual meaning. Gold was a symbol of kingship on earth. Frankincense, which is an incense, was a symbol of deity. And myrrh, which is an embalming oil, was a symbol of death. Gold as to a king, myrrh as to one who is mortal, the incense as to God. On Epiphany, give your children three small gifts as a reminder of the precious gifts the Magi gave baby Jesus. Then discuss what spiritual gift your child can give to Jesus in 2024. Some suggestions might be the gift of obedience, or the gift of joy, or the gift of gratefulness, or the gift of cleanliness. You get the point. Then each day, read the poem, The Twelve Days of Christmas, and sing the Christmas carol. For some math fun, try to calculate how many gifts were actually received on the 12th night. It's quite a lot of gifts. Then on January 5th, or the eve of Epiphany, 
have a Twelfth Night celebration. One tradition is to host a Twelfth Night dinner. Many cultures celebrate with a huge feast on the evening of Epiphany. Popular Twelfth Night customs include singing Christmas carols, having one's house blessed, and attending church services. Now, in some countries, Twelfth Night marks the start of the carnival season or Mardi Gras, too. Every culture celebrates with its own foods and traditions. So, what's your family's heritage or family background? Find out how that country celebrates Epiphany or the Twelfth Night, and then serve those traditional ethnic foods, too. Then, for fun, go ahead and bake, order, or eat some king cake while playing a fun Epiphany game. Now, if you would like a copy of my Epiphany game that I used to play with the kids, make sure you subscribe to my coffeewithcarry.org newsletter this month in, in December, because I will be sending out to my subscribers an email this week with the Epiphany game. So what is a king's cake, you ask? Well, it is only one of the best cakes I have ever eaten in my entire life. And as a kid, I got to eat it a lot during carnival season. Now, many cultures celebrate Epiphany with this king's cake. Generally, it's a cake or a roll with a token or prize baked inside and then decorated with sweet icing and purple, gold, and green sugar. In a traditional New Orleans king cake, a plastic baby is baked inside. In the Mexican culture, usually a coin is baked inside, and in Spain, it's usually a little bean. Now, you can order a king cake from a bakery in New Orleans, or you can make a homemade king cake with your family. Basically, a traditional king cake is a very large cinnamon roll. Okay, so open up a can of Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, place them in a round cake pan close together, make sure each roll is touching another roll, wrap a quarter in aluminum foil, and insert it into one of the rolls. But to keep it a secret or a surprise, insert it from the bottom instead of from the top. And then bake like you normally would for the cinnamon rolls. It should bake into one large oval roll. When it's cooled, Spread the white icing on top and sprinkle with yellow, green, and purple sugar on top. Those are the traditional colors of Mardi Gras. Whoever gets the coin is king or queen for the day. Now in New Orleans, we ate king cake every Friday or every week until Mardi Gras day. You can also make king cake cupcakes instead. Make your favorite cupcake recipe. Place a wrapped quarter or a large bean into each cupcake. Bake according to your recipe and then decorate with white icing and yellow, green, and purple sugar. Now, would you like to play the Epiphany game with your kiddos? We do homeschool, so don't feel guilty about adding a little learning and game time into your King's Day celebration. Okay, so first of all, the Epiphany game, you split up into two or three teams, okay? Then gather these supplies, a pair of dice, paper and pencil, the game questions, which you can get um, by subscribing to coffeewithcarry.org, Baby Jesus from your nativity set, and the three Magi quote-unquote gifts. These three gifts are a few coins, that's the gold, a few bottles of essential oil, that basically is your frankincense, and come on, you know you've got some essential oils laying around, and a few pieces of bark or wood, that's going to be your myrrh. Now before the game begins, hide Baby Jesus from your nativity set somewhere in the house. Write three different clues on three separate index cards that are hints to the location of where you hid baby Jesus. Fold the clues and keep them with the other game pieces. All right, so the object of the game 
is to be the first person to collect all three gifts and then find baby Jesus. So take turns rolling the dice. If an even number is rolled, you pick a Pictionary or a charade card to draw or act out. If your team member correctly guesses the item drawn or acted out, then add one of the quote-unquote gifts to your pile. If an odd number is rolled, then pick a question card to answer. If your team answers the question correctly, then add one of the quote-unquote gifts to your pile. The first team to collect all three gifts gets to read one of the location clue cards and then searches for baby Jesus. Play continues until one team collects all three cards and successfully searches for and finds baby Jesus. Now, if you would like the directions, the Pictionary charade cards, and the question cards for the Epiphany game, make sure you subscribe to my email list at coffeewithcarry.org. When I send out my newsletter this week, the game handout will be attached. Now, if you don't subscribe, that's fine too. You can make up your own question cards. They all have to do with the birth of Jesus and Matthew 1 and 2. And you can also make your own Pictionary and charade cards because those are things like draw a crown, draw the star of Bethlehem, um, act out um, uh, Gabriel coming to Mary. You get the idea. So you can really make up your own Pictionary, your own charades, and your own question cards. All right. But if you want mine, make sure you subscribe to my email newsletter because that will be going out this week. And also, if you would like to read and save this episode for later, you can find it at my blog, coffeewithcarry.org. Look for the article entitled Keep Celebrating. Basically, everything I'm saying here is in that blog article. All right, y'all. Merry Christmas and happy celebrating the 12 days of Christmas. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, this is a perfect book to read. You can purchase it at Amazon or at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. And don't forget about your friends. I really do think this would make a great Christmas present too. If you heard something you liked or something new, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. This really is the best way for other moms to find us and be encouraged too. It's our prayer that our website, consulting services, podcast, and book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.